not going down just because of something some stupid adults are doing. Mobile suits. Monday, Monday. Camille's a man's name, and I'm a man! Uh, no carrots, please. Mobile suit? Roger that. Mobile suit. Mobile suit. Change. Although all enemies were defeated, Earth did not change one bit! The commander! <laughs> He's lost it! <laughs> every other day, every other day, every other day of the week is fine! You're a soldier here, aren't you? If you want to be more than just a grunt, you better learn to see the whole picture. Uh, yes, yes, sir. I'm the enemy, you idiot! Miss Matilda! Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of Fanhole's Mobile Suit Mondays. This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be your host tonight, and joining me tonight are two of my fellow Fanholes. Why don't you give a shout-out, guys? Hey, it's Mike Thunderwing. I am Justin Grimlock. So we're going to take a little different track than what we had talked about last week. We were talking about maybe exploring some of the different manga, and I'm sure we'll get back to that eventually. But it's very exciting for us because we have an ongoing Gundam anime series that's currently airing that we'll get to sort of review and look at episode by episode here. It's called Gundam Build Fighters. And we're going to talk about the first episode today titled Psy and Reiji. And I guess just to uh, start off, this is a little bit more, you know, I guess for, for some people, I guess there was some negative feedback as far as the, the basic premise of the show. It, it's not kind of your traditional Gundam show. It's not set in any previous established universe, and it's not really set in, I mean, I guess you could qualify it as an alternate universe show, but it seems like here the main gist of the show is that you have kids who like Gundams, just like we do in the real world, and they all assemble their models, which they refer to as Gunpla models, and then there's a big kind of tournament-type thing where they all fight one another, you know, in, in the context of this kind of virtual reality tournament, and there's, you know, these big championships. So, you know, a lot of comparisons are brought out. I mean, to me, it seemed most like Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know, like where you're you know, you got these two characters, and they stick their cards into the little machine, and then the monsters kind of duel. But in this case, the, the kids take their, their Gundam models, their Gunpla, and they kind of stick it into the machine. And then these two, you know, mobile suits are in this kind of virtual reality environment, and they have a mobile suit battle. The main character is a, a kid named Cy Lori, and he is... A young kid, he, he looks like he's going to either, you know, middle school or high school or something like that, and he works in a, a model shop that's owned by his mother and his father, and it turns out his father is a 
previous second place world tournament winner. And so you, you kind of get hints of all those things as you're watching throughout the first episode. Uh, I think when I first watched it, I was kind of like, where is his dad? Like, I was wondering, like, is his dad missing? Like, because his dad, like, doesn't show up in the whole episode. And I know they, they reference his model building, you know, the, the models and the windows and everything. But then at the top, you know, the... I guess uh, uh, some customers come in, and there's a father with his son, and they say, these are really great models, and he's all embarrassed. He's like, yeah, I built these models, you know. But then they, he goes, well, you're such a great model builder, you must be a really great fighter as well in the tournaments. And then he sees that second-place trophy, and he thinks, you know, oh, well, that must be size. And size, like, more embarrassed. He's kind of like, no, 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 that's not my trophy. That was my father's. So I looked at the uh, Wikipedia page, because that should be everly reliable, and actually it, it uses the Sunrise website as its reference, so I think it has a little more authority. But apparently under his father's character design, the little description under it says, He left Japan to promote Gunpla Battle worldwide and entrusted his hobby shop to Rinko and Sai. So Rinko is his wife, who I think is super hot. She's a hottie. <laughs> You're, you're not um, the only one. Like, apparently, like she's, like, inspired, like, tons of, like, fan art, like, already. Like, I, I was, like, some, I was, like, looking at some other, like, Gundam thread in it, like, on a, on a, on a message board. And, like, someone was, like, uh, yeah, Japan, we have enough fan art of his mom already. Thanks. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't, I haven't seen any of that yet. But, yeah, I think his mom's cute. I like his mom. It, it, the thing I thought was funny, though, was did you notice how, like, when they when the dad and the son come into the model shop, the hobby shop, and the kid, you know, wants to, you know, check out, you know, Gundams, I guess this is this is the point where all the, you know, longtime Mobile Suit fans get their their fan service, I guess. You know, it's, it's the moment in Smallville where somebody gives a shout out to, like, old school comics or something. So you've got all these old school, you know, mobile suits in the background that that Psy has, you know, built from the hobby shop and you know you assume maybe some of them are collectors items or something like that but what what was funny was they get to the wing zero and and the the older the dad who's older is kind of like yeah i don't i don't remember what that is like what the hell is that like and i was just thinking it must be like that in japan because i i think you know obviously here in america you know a lot of people got their start watching gundam with gundam wing so everybody would know what wing zero is and that's the mobile suit he eventually uses in in the first sort of tournament. Well, I guess it's not really a tournament. It's kind of like a private match, I guess you'd call it. But, you know, Psy uses the Wing Zero in that little Actually, private match. It's, it's just the vanilla Wing. Like yeah. Wing Zero is the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So or, it's just the or technically, wing. well, Wing Zero is the prototype that, you know, but he, it's the second one Hero uses in the show. Yeah. Okay. The one he uses is just like the vanilla, like standard wing. But basically, I guess like what I thought was funny was the the dad doesn't recognize it at all. Yeah, so it's still it's kind of like obviously like wing is not majorly popular in Japan. Like it's just kind of a footnote. Whereas I think it's probably less of a footnote in the U.S. as far as that goes. Yeah, definitely. I I thought it was just really neat that like all all the su supplies and model kits like in their store. Like, that's all stuff that's, like, really for real, so the whole, like, the whole thing there is, like, uh, 
basically just free advertising kind of for them. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I thought the whole point of, I mean, at least originally, the whole point of making anime was to sell Bandai model kits. I mean, I, I, I thought that <laughs> yeah. was the whole premise, really. Like, in this case, it's just really, really in your face, you know, up it's front. Like they, cut, like, they cut out all the bullshit, basically. Yeah, they cut out the middleman. Like, no no, no war, no angst, no, uh, no, none of that stuff. It's like, kids, you should like these because they're cool and... They fight with each other and, and go to the model shop just like Psy owns and, and go grab a, you know, a model. I think if the the actual Gunpla, like, virtual thing existed in real life, then you might get more people interested. Like, that's the part of it that's kind of fantastical because he's got this – Psy has, I guess, this I, – I don't know what you'd call him. He's kind of like – what's his face in Leave it to Beaver? He's like Eddie Haskell or something, <laughs> right? Like – Sasaki is the guy's name, and he shows up. He's kind of like, dude, we gotta like team up, and you build the best models, and I'm totally right to like pilot your, you know, your model. And Sai's so kind of like, I don't know, like I don't, I don't think I want you to ride around in my mobile suits that I make or whatever. And so they, they, you know, challenge one another to this private tournament that I talked about before, where he's Sai is using the wing. And then Eddie Haskell, or Suzaki, is using the Guin, how do you say that? The G-Y-A-N, I don't know what that, it's, it's kind of like a Xeon suit. So you notice, like, Suzaki's got his little shirt with, like, the Xeon symbols and little Zakus and stuff like that, whereas Sai, you know, he's got his little apron on in the store, but he's got a little Haro button or something, so it kind of differentiates the two kids in there. I, I forgot how to pronounce it, but it was the mobile suit of that one guy who was like, I forgot he was like Casil, one of Casil, uh, Zabi's like minions or something in the original. Yeah, he, it was it was definitely like a souped up kind of. Damn it, I can't even remember eye. his name. Yeah, even he was like that guy with the Ming vase that he kept like flicking and he kept saying, "Ooh, that makes a lovely noise" or whatever. I don't know, he was like a weirdo. I don't know. <laughs> So so they they have this virtual match and I guess the the wing zero or I guess that that's right I keep saying that but it's not right it's the the vanilla wing the regular old wing is versus the Gaian, I guess is what I'm going to say and um Psy loses that match like Eddie Haskell is too much for him you know he he loses and of course the kid doesn't want the the little kid that came into the store with his older father doesn't want to buy the the vanilla wing. And I, I think that just goes to show, you know, they're not really pimping out the, the Gundam wing because nobody remembers it in Japan. Like, yeah, I, I could see if this was in America, you know, it'd be like, why don't you love the 90s, Jeff Johns? What do you have against wing? You know, or whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, something like that. But, um, you know, anyway, basically, like, when they flash back to Sai's father, you know, I assume it's like a flashback to when he won the second place in the world tournament. I go, well, you know, it's it's the OG Gundam. It's the RX-78 that he used. So to me, I'm like, oh, that just proves, you know, you gotta, you, you can't have it be a 90s character that wins the tournament. You know, it's gotta be old school, like, cool RX-78 Gundam that wins world tournaments and world championships and stuff like that. But he won the, his father won the second world tournament, and then we get some clues that you know, I guess in, in today, you know, in the in terms of the story, the ads for the world championships are promoting the upcoming seventh 
tournament. So it's obviously been a number of years since his father has been in matches, or at least winning matches, I guess. You know, maybe he, I guess he won the match, but maybe he's going around, like, doing, like, you know, sponsor deals and, you know, eating Cheerios and saying, you know, Gunpla fighters love Cheerios and, <laughs> you know, what, 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 whatever whatever his dad's off doing or whatever. And then we're, we're also introduced to, I guess, the other main character in the series, which is a, a redheaded rock star kid named Reiji, who, I guess, because his name is Reiji, like, I keep trying not to call him Renji because he's redheaded, and he kind of reminds me of Renji from Bleach. There's speculation that he's a foreigner because he's kind of not in the know, you know? He's, he's almost like a... He's unaccustomed to, I guess, the 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 culture and and the rules and all that kind of stuff. And he seems kind of, you know, rambunctious and, you know, is not, uh, you know, he's unafraid to sort of break taboo, I guess, in terms of Japanese culture. So everybody kind of almost is apologetic for him, kind of, in a way, I guess. It seems like, you know, I don't know. That's the way I kind of took it. And I was kind of like, I wonder what kind of foreigner he's supposed to be. Because, like, later on, like, I think they, he, Sai gives him, like, some soda, and it's kind of like, he's like, what is this crazy contraption soda? The bubbles tingle my mouth, you know? And I'm kind of like, well, he can't be an American, because Americans know what the hell soda is. But, you <laughs> oh, know, like, boy, I was do just, we ever. Yeah, I know. I'm like, if anybody knows what the fuck soda is, it's American, so. But, yeah, it feels like, it, it does feel like that vibe, though, where it's like, oh, it's some dumb American who doesn't know how to, like, properly you know, greet and, and say someone's name or, you know, that kind of thing. And and so invariably what happens is there's a, a store owner that comes, and I guess, you know, when when they meet, they haven't really introduced themselves to one another yet, but he's just kind of like, hey, what what's that ad about? Like, what's up with that? And Sai's kind of like, well, you know, don't you know? Like, it's the Gundam tournament, and it's kind of like, he must be a foreigner, because he doesn't know what the hell the Gundam, you know, the Gunpla tournament is, you know, I guess. It'd be like, you know, I guess if somebody came over here, and you're like, dude, it's the World Series, what do you, live in a box? You know, like, it's important. And then the store owner is running down, you know, and chasing down Reiji, and saying, like, you stole my bread! You know, and, and Reiji's attitude is just kind of like, well, you left it outside your store, like... You know, it's like, you know, there was no price on it. There wasn't anything like that. So I guess, you know, and, and, and the owner's kind of yelling at him that it's about storefront sales. And so Sai basically comes to the rescue, I guess, in this sense. And he, he's trying to, you know, offer to correct the misunderstanding. And he says, I don't think he meant badly, like, let me pay for the bread. Like, he just didn't understand. Like, it wasn't left out there for just anybody to take. It was part of his, you know, the store owner's merchandise. I want to say something about, like, Reiji's mysterious origins, but I figure we'll leave that for episode two. Okay. I, I guess I guess Reiji thinks he owes Sai one, so he, he gives him this, like, pearl, I guess, which later becomes a wish pearl, I guess. When, you know, basically he says, look, you you stu- stuck up for me, and, and, you know, so I owe you one. So if you ever need me when you run into trouble, you just... You know, because he's like, why are you giving me this? He At first he thinks it's like some kind of expensive jewelry, and he's like, I cannot take this. You know, it's not it's not the same thing as a loaf of bread or whatever, and and a, and a soda, you know. and, and But uh, I guess Reiji's like, look, if you if you ever need any trouble, just holler and I'll be there. And he kind of is like, oh, like a superhero? <laughs> you know, like the great Sandman or something. He just calls on the pearl and he shows up or whatever. You know, that's, that's the last time he sees Reiji, 
and and so he goes on about his business and goes on to build his custom Gundam, which I guess is the Build Strike, is what he calls it. And he says it's based on the Strike Gundam, which his hottie mom says, you know, has the aura of of his his dad's mobile suits. So he kind of takes that as a compliment and everything like that. What did you guys think about the Build Strike? Like, do you have any opinions on the the Build Strike? I, I think it looks neat, but I I kind of I don't know. I'm seated out. Like I, I did finish watching Sea Destiny. Like I forgot to tell you that, Mike. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of seated out of like all those like Sea esque suits. So I was kind of like hoping for something different. But I mean, it looks neat. I like the colors on it. At least I can say that. It looks okay. I guess I don't know. Like, I guess like the only seed variant or the only strike variant I really like is the Strike Noir. And so like I don't think they're going to improve on, like, the one I already like a lot, so... Right. Okay. Just a side oh. note, I, I'm going to call Eddie Haskell Joel, from, Joel. For, for whenever he shows up, because I keep feeling like he needs, like, a pink boa or something to go around, and he needs to be like, I heard, like, the, the wing Gundam can drive on walls or something. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, Eddie Haskell, slash Suzaki, you know, shows up again at the model store, and he sees the new, you know, build strike, and is like, oh, you know, like, it's the greatest thing ever, and he's like, look, I'm I'm going to be the fighter, and you're going to be the builder, and we're going to team up, and he's got all these kind of grand plans, but, you know, Sai's not really having it, like, he's kind of like, look, I don't want you to pilot my suit, and so it leads to a rematch between the two characters because they already had this one battle and, and Sai has lost, but he, he they make this arrangement and it's kind of like, look, if, if Sai loses this battle, the stakes are that, you know, he will let Suzaki pilot his build strike. But if Sai wins, then, you know, obviously Suzaki, you know, uh, gives up any right to, to pilot that mobile suit in the tournament. And, of course, my favorite part of the episode, Ron Barral cameo from Mr. Rawl, who who it just makes me laugh my ass off every time he shows up. It's just awesome. Like, Ron Barral just shows up out of the blue. And he's holding he's a like, goof kit. Yeah, yeah, he's holding a goof kit. It's total fan service. And, and he, you know, is like, I will, you know, I will judge this match. And, and, you know, I think Mike said it on the boards. He said that Mr. Rawl is my gateway character because... <laughs> He also has starry-eyed affection for Rinko, size hottie mom. And so that, that, I guess, basically leads into, you know, Build Strike versus the guy in round two. So they're, they're doing a, you know, second round. And basically, Suzaki is trying to go for the ring out. He's like, I don't want to damage your new suit because I'm going to pilot it. But, you know, I'm going to throw away my weapons so you don't have any excuses because you don't have any weapons. Like, basically... You know, kind of trying to make it a fair fight, but he's he's definitely going for the ring out and trying to win that match. And it, it kind of looks like, you know, Sai's about to get his ass kicked, pretty much. And so, at, sort of out of desperation, you know, yelling at the, the gods or, or whatever you want to call it, he basically is kind of like, I don't want to lose. And, and that's kind of him making his wish, almost, on this pearl, you know, that Reiji had given him before. And... Very Yu-Gi-Oh-like to me, or, or He-Man, or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, 
Reiji kind of appears, you know, by his side in the middle of the battle and, you know, kind of takes over operations of the build strike. And he's now piloting the suit. And and then, of course, you know, Reiji kind of gets the hang of it pretty quickly. You know, Ron Baral is sitting there. Mr. Rall is sitting there, you know, speculating Reiji's a new type. And, uh, you know, Reiji wins the fight against Eddie Haskell. Joel, Suzaki. <laughs> but then then at the end of it, you're kind of like, well, was he really there? Like, I was kind of hoping it was like a fight club thing. Like, I was kind of hoping it was like, you know, he just sort of imagined Reiji or he wasn't really, you know, Reiji is Psy or something. Because it kind of, I don't know, to me, it kind of took away a little bit of his victory. Because it's like, is it really a victory? Like, is it like, 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 say I go and compete in the Marvel versus Capcom tournament and I'm a horrible player, obviously. So I don't do well that first match. And then I'm like, you know, and then I give Mike a sandwich and a soda. And he's like, dude, anytime you need me <laughs> to, to play Marvel versus Capcom 2, like, I'm there for you, bro. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm just about to lose this fight, man. Some guy's using, like, Strider and doom and all these top tier assholes and i'm about to get my ass kicked and all of a sudden like mike's like dude give me the controls and i'm like okay dude and then he kicks the shit out of the guy and it's like Derek has won <laughs> won the tournament you know i'm just kind of like really like did i really win or you know uh, you know it, it's like if, if mike's just a figment of my imagination and and a personification of my confidence well then yeah maybe i won and i'm a little crazy but you know, if if it's really literally Mike, you know, which I, I, I still think the question has yet to be definitively answered. But if, if it's really Mike that comes and helps me, well, it's not quite the same. I don't know. The, the victory feels a little hollow maybe, to me. Maybe, I don't know what you guys thought maybe, about that. Maybe it'll be revealed that Say is not well in the head and everyone is extremely dedicated to making him believe his own delusions. So they just act, <laughs> they just act like Ragey's really there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. You know, like, you get the Fight Club flashback where it's like, wait, you know, Helena Bonham Carter was totally in the right to be mad, you know, like, so. But, yeah, basically, Reiji wins the fight, but let's just say, like, okay, Sai basically, you know, in terms of that agreement, he gets to, you know, decide who's going to pilot his mobile suit. And he kind of comes to the conclusion, like, he's like, well, I want Reiji to pilot my mobile suit. And he runs out during the credits looking for Reiji, you know, Sai's running all over the city until it's way late at night, and he doesn't find him, and he tries to go back to the same bench where they met, and all this kind of stuff. And so he's like, well, look, you know, one day we're going to meet again, and I, I want to, you know, fight in the tournament with you. And then when he, when the credits finish, there's a little tagged-on end scene, kind of like in all these movies like, you know, Avengers and Marvel and all this other stuff. And the end scene, basically, Sai comes home, and it's one of these anime, you know, fall over moments where he spent all this time looking for him. And he was at his house the whole time getting fed by his hottie mom. And so that's basically how the the first episode ends. And since, you know, we're all watching this on YouTube, you know, the legitimate Gundam info channel on YouTube that has subtitles and is being released in tandem with the, the Japanese release on television, I'm assuming... And then there's also the the advertisement for why they're making this series in the first place is to advertise these high-grade build customs, which seem to me to be sort of a compromise. You know, it's not quite, 
these perfect grade mobile suits that are super, super expensive that guys like, obviously I know Mike and Justin, you're not that into, you know, building suits and painting them or doing anything like that. But at the same time, it's not quite as simple as, you know, pull it out of the package. It's the Damashi and it's got a couple accessories. It seems like there's some, there's some building going on there, but, but sort of a compromise where they, you know, the, the advertisement seems to indicate like easy to build, you know, like not going to pull your hair out trying to, you know, paint and decorate this suit or whatever. So, <laughs> you know, I, I like putting models together. Like I always have the, and I enjoy putting the, the Gundams together. Like when, you know, when the big Gundam explosion happened over here, like I really enjoy putting them together, but it, it's kind of like you said, Derek, it's like, Sometimes you just want to like open something, and it's complete. Like you, sometimes you just don't want to spend like two or three hours like putting together like a detailed skeleton, and then putting together like its detailed frame onto it, and then painting that detailed frame. Yeah, it seems like well, it seems like there's a lot of time investment in in terms of those suits, and especially like how much money you end up spending on it. You know, and I, I could see myself being kind of angry with myself for ruining such an expensive item, you know, like, I, uh, you know, it's almost like, to me, it's like, I, I would probably be a guy who would be like, okay, yeah, I'll buy that perfect grade model from your store if you totally paint it and build it for me, Cy, and I'll give you an extra, you know, 100 bucks or whatever it is, you know, like, because it's like, I'd rather have it look good than look shitty, you know, like, for all that money. It, I, I, like, I don't know if Mike's, like, experienced this, but it seems like there's, like, a kind of a divide and like Gundam fans, it's like you either really like Damashis or you're either like a hardcore like Gunpla guy because like you, you know we, we have that guy in Bot Talk we make fun of because he's hardcore like spending tons of money on like Gunpla and stuff. But like I've ran into like other guys on like other forums. They're like, man, it's like Gunpla or nothing. Like get out of here with that plastic, you know, Damashis stuff. I'm like, what? Like why are you so crazy? <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, definitely, I agree with you. I'm, I'm kind of like, what, you know? And then it, it's kind of like, well, I, I'm still pretty sure I know more about Gundam than you do, even if you like <laughs> build the models or whatever. Cause yeah, yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah. it's, it's like when Sai was talking about the, the wing. He's kind of like, and this was made by Mr. Jupiter, and you know, <laughs> like he's just going into like all the oh, details. Yeah, he's like and Operation dad, the dad, Meteor, and you yeah, know, the dad's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, like, we'll, I, we'll buy the model. Shut up now. I thought it was kind of neat to see him, you know, like, geek out like that. Yeah, they, they, it seems like he, he is definitely that, that character, you know, that, that kind of gateway of, oh, he's the guy who knows all the, the storylines and, and history and stuff behind each mobile suit. I mean, that that's something I can appreciate. I mean, what whatever you're into getting, I, I always thought it makes more sense that you you know, have something on your shelf where you're like, oh, I understand all the history behind why I got that and why it's important as opposed to it looks cool or I, I want to build something cool because you, I don't know, to me it seems like you have a greater appreciation for it. You know, I, I always thought it was kind of funny for somebody who would buy something, you know, whether it's like comic related or Gundam related, but it's like, oh, I've got a Wing Zero model. And then you'd be like, oh, so you've seen Gundam Wing, right? Cool show. No, I've never seen it. I just think it's a cool model. And you'd be like, what? <laughs> like, I never understood people like that. Like, so. And I'm just going to say, like, I like Wing Gundam, so, like, I was kind of sad to get it, like, trashed so quickly. But, yeah. But, yeah. but at least it didn't self destruct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it didn't get treated any worse than, like, Hiro Yui treated <laughs> it in, like, you know, that show. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. 
It's like no, that's true. No, but seriously, like in the first ten episodes of Wing, it's like the very first episode he loses it. It falls underwater. <laughs> then he tries to blow it up with missiles. Then, like, he gets shot, and then he's like, okay, fine, I'll pilot it. And then ten episodes later, he blows it up. And then they rebuild it for him. Zex rebuilds it, and he was like, come on, we're going to have this duel in Ant- Antarctica. you got to use your Gundam. And the hero's like, no, I think I'll just use Tro as Gundam, you know? <laughs> and he didn't really like Wing that much, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that that kind of concludes the, the first episode of Gundam Build Fighters. I I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was a fun little episode. I know there's that kind of divide again, like we're talking about, between maybe perfect grade guys and Damashi guys. There's probably that divide to people who like their Gundam to be, you know, you know, the real robot genre, you know, super serious, uh, you know, dealing with wartime situations. And I'm not going to say I don't like Gundam when it's like that. But having seen this, like, there's plenty of, you know, nods to the fans and fun stuff to appreciate. And I've seen stuff like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! and and any of those kind of tournament-type fighter things for kids. It's like, it's fun. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to knock it. Like, it seems like this is something where, you know, we'll have a lot of fun following the show. And, you know, just like things like Yu Yu Hakusho or Dragon Ball Z, where there's tournaments. I mean, it's not like the the end of the world is at stake in all of those. It's like it's a tournament, you know, like some of them are just, you know, tournaments to to win championships. I mean, you know, it's like watching Karate Kid or something, you know, it's not like if Danielson lost the tournament with the Cobra Kai is like, you know, the the war was decided and and the, (laughs) the world was over with, but it was it was still compelling you know, engaging storytelling. So I'm I'm looking forward to more episodes from this. What about you guys? Like, I, I want to hear from you what, what your kind of overall thoughts on this first episode are and kind of where maybe you hope to see the series go. Yeah, I mean, like, I think you know exactly what you're going to get. Like, as soon as we saw, like, the trailers and we saw all the press where everyone was kind of like, well, this looks like a kid show. And then you've got people who are like, oh, it's kiddie shit or whatever. And I'm like, well, at least it's not like trying to like sell itself as anything else. I mean, you know, it's not like lying to you. So like, you know, it's not for you. You know, you've got Gundam the Origin coming out next year. That's that's the thing that's for you. That's the thing that's going to be for like the hardcore fanboys who like, you know, who like lose their minds if like they see kitty shit in their like model building about plastic robots or whatever but right right i mean it's i think you just got to accept for it for what it is and just accept that it's fun and you know like it it's got like all those in jokes for you know if you pay attention and stuff like 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 you said like mr raw like i thought he was hilarious and like you know he even does the thing where he like leans in and like looks into say's eyes and he's like you have good eyes boy you know and i like <laughs> I like I like how it, it it comes out more in the second episode, but I like how like like dead on serious and like 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 balls to the wall like straight he like like talks yeah about, like total, everything it's total he's kind of like yeah. he's like this Gundam battle is like you know he's using like his reflexes and whatnot and he's like victory can be decided you know in an instant you know it's like all like ser- it's Gundam like Gumpla battle is serious shit. To, to Mr. Yeah, Raw, serious, serious so. business. Yeah, so, yeah, like I enjoyed it, and I look forward to more. What about you, Justin? I didn't expect to enjoy it, just based on the trailers we saw. But like, I I wanted to watch it because I I enjoy Gundam, but I liked it too. Like, I I would liken it to like 
superhero squad where it kind of yeah. it kind of leans toward a younger audience, but just like superhero squad, it can be enjoyed by older fans, and there are lots of like you know nods to continuity or in jokes or Easter eggs that like you know little kids won't get, but us older fans will be like, ah, I see what you did there. That's pretty clever. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I actually have looked at some of the model kits that they have on like Hobby Link Japan. Some of them look pretty good, so I, I may just end up getting maybe like a twenty dollar gun plot and see if I can, you know, spend two or three hours putting it together. But uh, we'll see. Cool, cool. Well, if you do, we'll we'll talk about that later on the show. Give everybody a heads up on what that's like. But until then, this is going to be Derek Derek WC. Signing off for Fanhole's Mobile Suit Mondays. This is Mike. Please set your gun flap. This is Grim Lock. He's Ace Mom is hot.